With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening all. Welcome to Spirituality is Reality. And this is Ms. Allgood, your speaker and host. And I want to say that we are back. I, I always say that we have not gone anywhere. We're right here on blogtalkradio.com, and if you ever want to get in contact with me personally, you can email me at spiritualityisreality at gmail.com. I have received emails from some of you, and, I, and I've also received messages from you on the blog, on Tumblr, and I want to say thank you for that because I always like uh, talking, chatting with you all, and it's just, it's just interesting. Um, if you're online right now, you can see that we're talking about the world. And we're going to talk about the state of the world. There's so many things going on, and I've said a lot about this in prior broadcasts, but I always like to build on what I've been talking about thus far. Everything that we talk about on this broadcast comes from a spiritual standpoint. When I use the word spiritual, I'm not talking about organized religion. This has nothing to do with praying five times a day, worshiping a Buddha, uh, any kind of statues, chanting, uh, church, temples. It has nothing to do with that. It, it, spirituality is essentially defined as uh, the inner man, the person that is within the person. It has to do with the heart. So everything that I talk about on this broadcast has to do with the heart, living by the heart, following the heart, and it is the real, true Religion, Friends, there is no religion, there is no morality unless men learn, listen to themselves, unless they heed the voice of their own heart. The world is the way it is because of man. Let's talk about the state of the world. Friends, we look outside of ourselves and we find ourselves in an environment, in a world where we see chaos, we witness all kinds of tragedies, murder, uh, corruption, injustices, racism, sexism, ageism, all kinds of isms. And very few people actually question why these things are so. Most people look outside of themselves into their external world and say, well, if it weren't for those people, if it wasn't for the fact that the government, if it wasn't for him, her, my neighbor, very few people want to take the time and energy to look at themselves. I've said many times before that when a man can look at himself, that is a sign of maturity. It is a sign that he no longer wants to blame anyone else for his problems. He wants to solve the problems by looking at himself and seeing where he himself can be a solution. Why is it that we look outside of ourselves? We look outside of ourselves because we do not see the inner man. Most people live in the world negating 
or denying the fact that there is even an inner person or a spiritual man. That inner person is a spiritual man. And I have said in prior broadcasts that this inner man or your inner self can be called or regarded as the capital letter I. Every single person that is upon this earth refers to him or herself as I. Nobody can say uh, anything otherwise. Everyone says I. If you refer to yourself, you say I. Now, what does it mean when I refer to I in the sense of the capital letter I? The capital letter I is the center or core of man. It is his being. It is his existence. It is his identity. It is who he is. Now, why am I talking about this? What is so important about mentioning the capital letter I, being the core and the center and the spirit and all of this? What is so important about me mentioning this? I have to mention this because when man realizes that he is, in fact, an entity with a capital letter I, giving, which makes him an identity, or gives him identity, rather, he knows that he is responsible for his own action or actions. He knows that he cannot blame anyone or anything for why things are the way they are and how they came to be. We must be made aware that we are all individuals living in a world collectively. We are all responsible for the way the world is. The world is in shambles, not because of your neighbor, because of you. Now, one might say, well, what is it, Miss Olga, that I personally have done? Friends, this is not so much about what you have personally done. Because when we speak about spiritual matters, it really is not so personal, not as personal as you might think or it might seem to be. We share a collective I, yet we are all individuals. And the reason why this collective I is, uh, or shared I is so, is because man is communal. We are communal beings. We are beings that live in a world together and share the experiences of life. This is why uh, when there is wisdom present, Man can heed this wisdom because he knows that the experience of his fellow man is not far-fetched. It is not outside of the realm of his own experiences. Any fool who thinks that he will not or cannot experience what another man has experienced is just what I said he is. He's a fool. Because life is a shared experience. And that's the reason why I use the word communal. Because communal, community, all of that has to do with sharing. So the lives that we are living and the life that we are living, though we are individuals, we are sharing this experience. And everything that we do affects our fellow man. So when one says, I can live my life however I want. No one can tell me how to live. It's, it's whatever I want to do. That is a very arrogant and selfish way of thinking. 
Why? Because one is a fool, and he does not realize that his actions cause reactions, and they affect others. How can we live in a world, witness war after war after war, and not think that it affects all of us? How can we live in a world and think that because we are in different countries and there are imaginary boundaries, that what happens in another country cannot affect what happens in the country that we live in? Why do we think that because one group of people is living in poverty and another lives privileged, is in their own world, and that other group is in their own world, and that group that lives in poverty does not affect the one that lives in privilege. Why do we not see that there is really no such as a divide? Why do we not see that everything is really whole? What is the problem with man that he cannot see that he is no different from his fellow men? The only thing that appears to be different is the external. Within, all men feel, think, and rationalize in the same manner. And this is true. I don't care where you live, what your culture is, how you were raised in this world. It is true for anyone. Because all men have to deal with the same things. Now, I don't want to go off on a tangent. I want to go back to <clears throat> what I was saying about this capital letter I because this is very important. It is important to understand why the world is in shambles. So man does not want to look at himself, and, and man in reality can't look at himself because he doesn't see where there is a self to look at because he doesn't realize that he has a self. Man lives for people, places, and things. He does not live for the core of his being. He does not live for his inner capital letter I. He denies this I. He denies his heart because he wants to uh, make or create a false sense of identity in his external world. And why does he want to do this? It is because he doesn't realize that he already has an identity that is independent of his external world. So now what we're talking about here is a lack of self-realization. Man does not realize that he is an entity that always was and forever will be. This is what is defined as the eternal man. Man, yes, is an eternal being. He was not created. He always was and always will be. Whoa, Miss Aldous, what you're saying now is loaded, especially for the religious community, because they believe in creation, and the scientific community believes in evolution. So what the hell are you saying right now? You're saying that man is, was, and always will be. So therefore, how can something that always will be, always was, and is be a creation? Friends, we're playing with semantics. We're playing with semantics because the very word creation denotes that it is made, it is formed, it is fashioned. Something that is made, something that is formed, something that is fashioned. 
But what does something that is made, form, and fashion have to do with time? The problem with man is when he defines anything, he always has to define it in the realm of time. Now, we can use that word creation. We can say that man is a creation. I have no problem using that word. But what I'm trying to say is that man is timeless. So some may argue if man is timeless, then who formed man? Who created man? They still can't grasp that man is self-generated, that the capital letter I always was and will be, that man makes himself. Man creates himself. Man molds and fashions himself. And how does man do this? He does this by way of his moral character. Because the identity, this capital letter I, which is oh so mysterious, and it's not really much of a mystery on these broadcasts because I'm telling you straightforward and very plainly, the capital letter I is in fact the moral character of man. It is the man. Man is his moral character. And this is the very thing that men do not want to talk about these days. Men want to look at the world from these uh, external eyes, and they don't want to look inwardly and see that the problems are coming from the fact that man is immoral. And this very word immoral has to do with man going against himself. Because when you really think about it, a man can only be immoral to himself. When a man lacks integrity, he lacks integrity because he does not have a sense of honesty and conviction, and he does not live by his own heart. So immorality is what a man does to himself. And if a man cannot be honest with himself, if he cannot live by his own heart, how can he therefore do right? by his fellow man. How? Loyalty, love, faith, morality, trust is all of the self. The first love is self-love. I've said that many times. Man has not learned to live a life of integrity. And this is the problem with the world. This is why the world is the way it is. Because man has no integrity. And because man has no integrity, he has lost his dignity. And we can see that when we turn on the television. People are willing to do anything, and I mean anything, for money. They will go to the lowest lows. They will say anything. They will do anything, even if it means that they have to sell out their own children. They'll do it. All for money. Because nothing matters to man. Nothing matters. Nothing means more to man than having this God-forsaken world. And yes, the world is God-forsaken. And let me tell you why it's God-forsaken. Because the reality is that The world is a dark place. 
and it is dark because man is supposed to be the light in his empty, dark world. And because man has not cultivated his light, his inner light, which is this inner capital letter I, he has real God. So the question is, who are people praying to? Who are they looking to for, for their needs if there's no God? Man has always, and he will always, hear me out right now, friends, man will always look to an external God that lives somewhere out in the heavens, wherever they are. He will always do this. He will do this long after I'm dead and gone because he's a fool. He doesn't realize that the real God exists in him. He doesn't realize that he himself is that power that is God. And the reason why this is closed off to him is because of the way that he is living his life. He is not living his life true to his inner self, which is the capital letter I. He is living a life of self-denial. Why is he living his life? Because he does not want to live in integrity. A real man lives his life in integrity. He does not do anything for money. He does not uh, compromise his conviction. He holds himself to a standard that is very high. He does what he needs to do. He is loyal. He is faithful, faithful. He is trustworthy. He is all of the wonderful things that cannot be seen externally. He holds all of these things in his heart, and he lives by this because he cannot do otherwise, because if he did otherwise, he would be going against himself. And this man cannot go against himself because he loves himself. Friends, the definition of love is living according to one's convictions. And we're not talking about superficial beliefs. Friends, I always say that I am not one to have beliefs, but I am one of truth. I am one of truth. I don't live in shadows, which are beliefs, which are uncertainties. Friends, the world lives in uncertainties and doubts. I live in my convictions. I know who I am, uh, where I come from, and I know where I'm going, and nobody can tell me otherwise because I know myself. And he who knows himself can live a life in the affirmative. He can live a life in presence at all times. He can live a life of truth. He can live a life where he is not subject to the temptation to do evil. Friends, I have talked about spiritual freedom, and I'm going to talk about it tonight. Real freedom is being free from the temptation to do evil, because the reality is that man is a slave to his desires. He is a slave to his pleasures and his pain. He is a slave to money he is a slave to his job, his work, whatever kind of life he's living, sex, drugs, whatever it is, he's a slave to it. He's a slave because he does not know that he's free. Every man has the choice to live a life that he wants to live based on what he wants. And that is the question, friends. What is it that you want? Do you want the world or do you want a self? And if you do, in fact, want the world, you know that you have to compromise your integrity. That's just what goes along with it. That's the name of the game, and that is the deal. 
some might say, oh, no, Miss Olga, I beg to differ because I feel that I can have myself and I can have a life of love and peace and, and happiness and also have all of the luxuries and privilege of the world. <laughs> well, if you want to believe that, you just go right ahead. I'm here to tell you that that is not the way it works. Living life requires maturity and making a definitive choice. You can't have both. And any fool who thinks he can have both the world and selfhood, which equates with Godhead, is a fool. You cannot have a divine spiritual capital letter I and think you're going to have the world. That's not possible because it's either or. And it is up to you to make the choice. No man has ever had integrity and been able to live in the world. He can't because the world always wants you to compromise. Why? Because the world is, like I said, this void, this emptiness, this dark place that needs you. The world needs us, my friends. The world is the way it is because man has failed to cultivate his inner capital letter I. Instead, he has worked to build this material world. He has uh, built his bank account. He has resurrected statues and buildings and all kinds of things that will be here after he is dead and gone and mean absolutely nothing. Instead of trying to cultivate some sense of real life, truth, honor, dignity, all man cares about is accumulating more and more of the material world. And why? Because he thinks that is what is real and he thinks that is what defines him as a man. And when I use the word man, I'm talking about mankind. And those of you that listen to me often, you know this. Man is not defined by people, places, and things. Man is a self-defining entity. And when he gives himself a name, he therefore has an identity, but this identity can only be in his definitive self, this self that I told you is, has always been and will always be. It is of his heart. Man must learn to live by his heart even if it means that he's got to sacrifice people, places, and things. Friends, I'm talking about if it's your, even if it's your own family. If something in your life is causing you to go against what you know is right, it's got to go. Nothing should be able to cause you to compromise your own integrity. And so many people do it. You know why they do it? Because they don't want to lose people, places, and things. People, places, and things are of more value than the real self. And you think that's what your God wants for you? You're neglecting yourself. You're neglecting your God. This God that is within you is yourself. You are neglecting your own heart. For what? For the world? Remember, the world is a, is a boy. It's a dark place. You are the light that the world needs. But if you keep neglecting yourself, then the world is dark and it's empty. And it remains as it is. The world is the way it is, friends, because man has failed to develop a sense of spirituality. He has no convic conviction. He has no integrity. He has no truth. He has no love. 
He lives his life for nothing. Man is living for nothing these days. He's, he works for nothing. His work means nothing. He thinks that if he builds his bank account, he's building himself. What a fool. What is a bank account when you have no self? Friends, I've said so much here in a short amount of time, and I have a few more minutes, and I will say a few more things. We are at the end of an age. An age just means a revolutionary cycle. Man lives uh, a soul life. He, his life is not of his uh, external being. It is of his inward, his soul. Man evolves, and his evolution is from beast to man to eventually Godhead. Man is a divine, divine being, excuse me, who has to work to evolve his own consciousness. And he does the work on his own. Nobody can do it for him. Yes, there are guides. Yes, there have been leaders, and there will be leaders, and there will always be guides. But it is up to man to heed the voice of his own heart and do the work necessary to evolve his mind. Men can have all the technology, the world. It does not mean that his mind has evolved. Appearances are the highest of falsehoods. What is real is that which is unseen, and that which is unseen is the spiritual, and that is the way that I define it. It is not what is written in a book. It is not what people are preaching about. It is not those things. It is the unseen. It is the real essence of the person. Friends, we all are here for a reason, and we are here to develop ourselves. We are here to evolve one another. We are here to share with one another. We are not here to work, accumulate wealth, and die. We are not here to pleasure ourselves and die. We are not here for those reasons. We are here to do the work necessary to cultivate this inner spiritual eye, which is the God in all of us. And it is not this God that the religious people speak of that exists in some locale called heaven. Friends, I do not throw out the words in the scriptures. I do not uh, say that those words are not true. What I say is, is that men need to understand the real meaning of the scriptures before they start preaching and talking about them because they have no idea what they speak of. But I know what I speak of. And I dare anyone to challenge me because they don't know. If we do not do this work to cultivate this capital letter I, the world will remain in darkness. It will remain in turmoil and chaos and total disarray. We will have corruption. We will have all the, all of the things that we have. And I told you, we have got to serve one another. But, friends, the only way we can do this is in humility. We've got to start reaching out to our fellow men. We have to work for selfhood, and that is a selfless work. Friends, they're cutting me off. Until next time, I want you all to join me right here, and you can find me on spiritualityisreality at gmail.com. And follow me. Follow me if you want any kind of updates to go right into your uh, email. And again, until next time, I love you all. Please be blessed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.